0: Please be seated. For those of you listening to us on the internet, to the men and our women in our armed forces, wherever you may be, to our members and guests here at beautiful Savior Lutheran in Milwaukee, grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God upon which we base our meditation on this The festival of the Holy Trinity is the gospel for today. You heard it uh, read from John chapter 3. I recall just these words. God loved the world this way. He gave his only Son so that everyone who believes in him will not die but will have eternal life. In the name of our dear Lord Jesus Christ who sacrificed his life, so that we might live eternally, my beloved. So this is a Memorial Day weekend. Tomorrow we celebrate Memorial Day. For many, I'm sure, Memorial Day will be only a day for brats and beer, family picnics, planting flowers, shopping, doing yard work. And that's about it. For some, Memorial Day is a day to remember. I still remember the day when I was a kid in grade school and every Memorial Day, whenever it fell during the week or whatever it was, uh, was a day off of school. And where we uh, went was through the alleyway over to Union Cemetery to see the Memorial Day Parade and to see them march into Union Cemetery and to wait for the 21-gun salute and the speeches. And the reason for it all is to remember the war dead, those men and women who gave their lives fighting for freedom that we enjoy today. It was the ultimate sacrifice that we remember. We're here also to celebrate the festival of the Holy Trinity, when we remember the ultimate sacrifice for mankind so that we might live eternally in the freedom of the eternal mansions of heaven. And so we take a look at the Holy Trinity and its plan of a sacrificial death for our eternal life. This is the one Sunday of the church year That we take time to raise our eyes, like the disciples did at the ascension, and stare at God and say, wow, awesome, magnificent. Today is the one day of the church year that we take time out just to thank God for being God, to thank Him for who He is. It's a day to join with the company of the angels and all the company of heaven saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of armies. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and who is and who is to come. And from Revelation, O Lord our God, you deserve to receive glory, honor, and power because you created everything. Everything came into existence and was created because of your will. And so today is also a day to remind ourselves that we're living in a day and age of false religious pluralism. That means that there's not just one way to eternal life in heaven, but a whole lot. It's a day for us to remember that there is only one God and he has revealed his identity in Holy Scripture so that he doesn't remain a stranger to us. And he is the Father and the son and the holy spirit he is the creator the redeemer and the sanctifier he is our father and our brother and our comforter he is three in one and one in three he is both plural and singular at the same time he is a triple singularity he is a singular trilogy Shama Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Echad, Adonai Echad. As Moses said to the people at the foot of Mount Sinai, Listen, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. The Lord our God, the Lord is one. The Trinity. Today is a day to remind us that Bra- Brahma and Buddha and Allah do not exist. Today is a day to remind ourselves that Jupiter and Zeus and Mercury and Achilles and and Venus and all the gods and goddesses of Rome and Greece do not exist. They're only contrivances in man's mind. Today is a day to remind ourselves that God wants us to worship the Creator, not the creation, the Giver and not the gifts. And all you have to do is read the pages of history to recognize that in the past cultures have worshipped birds and fish and the sun and the moon instead of the one who made them all. Reminds me of a story, true story. When I heard one of our seminary professors preach one of the messages for the student body when I was at the seminary. It goes back to the 1970s and he recounted a true newspaper article that he read and it was called icy blue treasures from heaven and so the article recounted a farmer who was plowing in his field one spring and he came across this fairly large icy blue ball and he didn't know what it was he thought this must be something really special come down from the sky and so he wrapped it up and he put it in his freezer And he kept it there for a couple months until he could get some university professors from the nearest university to come and take a look at it. And they come and they came and they thought this was wonderful, this blue ball, and they took it to the university lab and uh, dissected it, and they found out that it was frozen fecal material from a jet plane flying overhead, jettisoning its waste. And here they were, so entranced by this beautiful blue ball, That turned out to be nothing more than fecal material it's exactly the same way with all the man-made gods of the world come judgment day they will all be revealed as nothing more than fecal material and the true god the triune god will stand alone today many still worship creation rather than the creator Let's face it, we've got some people out there that worship this earth of ours and will do anything and everything in their power to try to preserve it because to them, this is the be-all and end-all. There isn't anything else. Some worship sex. Others, pleasure and leisure and the pursuit of temporary and elusive happiness. And God still comes back to us and he tells us, but worship the giver, not the gifts. And then, of course, there's the greatest idol of all time, mankind worshiping himself. The extreme form of selfish idolatry is atheism. There is no God. To which we say, it's kind of foolish to say that, because no matter what ideas the puny mind of mankind can devise or concoct, you can't recreate God to whom you think he should be, and you can't wish him out of existence, because no matter what you think, there he remains, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The only God who exists tells us, never have any other God Never worship them or serve them, because I, the Lord your God, am a God who does not tolerate rivals. And this is the central issue and theme for Trinity Sunday. The true God, the only true God, loved the world. The relationship between God and his creation is one of love. And he expects love back for the love that he gives to us. And in so doing, he tolerates no rivals. I like that when we always memorize that part of the catechism and Exodus 20. I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God. It really means that. God is jealous. He tolerates no rivals. You've heard me say it before. My wife and I have a love relationship going on. It it went way beyond even before when we got married. And I can't tolerate any rivals. I can't tolerate my wife having any boyfriends or another husband. Then our relationship is over. And I would get, uh, my wife would get very jealous and angry if I had a bunch of girlfriends. God wants all of our love for himself he wants to be the first love of our lives he wants to be the first love of our life in return for the love that he gave to us now the words before us this morning are that uh, nighttime dialogue between uh, Nicodemus and Jesus some people say that Nicodemus came by night because uh, he wanted to talk to Jesus in secret the uh, Bible doesn't offer us any commentary as to why Nicodemus came at night. Somebody, one pastor said maybe he came at night because he couldn't wait until morning. Jesus talked to Nicodemus because he realized that Nicodemus didn't realize who Jesus was. Nicodemus said, well, we, we know that you must be a great teacher because uh, you couldn't do things like this unless you were sent from God. And, and what Jesus wanted him to re- re- realize was sitting before him was God. And so he revealed to him the triune God. God so loved the world. Jesus revealed that God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit is the true God who wants to give us gifts. And so God the Father gave his Son. And God the Son gave his life. And God the Son gave us the Holy Spirit. And God the Holy Spirit gives us faith to accept all the gifts of God. God loved the world that he gave his only son. One of my nephews named Ben lives down in Florida, and he's in the Navy. And every so often he's called upon to do another tour of duty. Looks like he's going to be a lifer. His family lives down there. And every so often he's called to get on the ship and do a tour of duty. Many times it's very secretive. They don't know where they're going. They can't tell their family. And because you don't know if those men and women are ever coming back, a lot of times the the whole family gathers on the pier, including father and mother. And it's always an anxious and apprehensive time because you send off your son and you don't know if you'll ever see him again. God the Father gave His Son, and it wasn't easy. So we're going to remember uh, uh, June 6th coming up. On that day, we remember D-Day. You've seen the documentaries on TV. My dad happened to be there too. With that great armada crossing the Atlantic Ocean, all the fighter jets and bombers in the sky landing on Normandy, and all of those men, because they were men at that time and that invasion, didn't know if they'd ever live through it. And many of them didn't. And then, of course, we celebrate Memorial Day tomorrow, remembering all the ones that gave the utmost. And I always like to say, too, you know, for many of us, Memorial Day is just another day off of work, planting the flowers or whatever but talk to somebody who lost somebody in battle in their family. And Memorial Day is a whole different story. The son gave his life. Nicodemus said, just uh, de- Jesus said to Nicodemus, just as God lifted up the serpent in the wilderness on that pole, so the Son of Man must be lifted up. And so it was that one day Jesus would be hoisted up on that cross to die. And so he died. Who would you willi- be willing to die for? Who would you willing- be willing to take a bullet for? I know I'd take a bullet for my wife in a second. Would you take a bullet for a son or a daughter? That you'd be willing to die for? Would you be willing to take a bullet for an MS 13 gang member? Jesus did. St. Paul reminds us look at it this way at the right time. While we were still helpless, God died for ungodly people. Finding someone who would die for a godly person is rare. Maybe someone would have the courage to die for a good person. Christ died for us while we are still sinners. This demonstrates God's love to us. God loved the world. A world made up of drunk drivers, terrorists, Wall Street swindlers, corrupt politicians, street prostitutes, sex addicts, lovers of pornography, child abusers, warmongers, street gangs, baby killers, mass murderers, drug dealers, drug addicts, burglars, vandals, bigamists, polygamists, wife beaters, women haters, men haters, Racists, extortionists, abortionists, rapists, abusers of animals, the Chinese, the Japanese, the Burmese, the Portuguese, Africans, um, Australians, Americans, Wisconsinites, Michiganders, Minnesotans, Milwaukeeans, the members of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, the members of the South Wisconsin District Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, the members of Beautiful Savior Lutheran Church, and you... And me for the whole world so uninclined on their own to show any love at all to the only God who is there God sends his son to rescue and to be killed so that other can others can live so that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Thanks be to God that he didn't remain a stranger, didn't remain with a shroud over his head so it would be an ultimate mystery, but revealed himself to us in Holy Scripture as the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Wow! Awesome! Magnificent! We are so undeserving of his love. But that doesn't change the fact that God loved the world. And that's you and me too. What more can we say? But just repeat the words of Revelation. To the one who sits on the throne and to the Lamb, be praise, honor, glory, and power forever and ever. Amen and amen. Please stand. peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. We confess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, and the life everlasting. Amen. We take this time to gather our tithes and our offerings and our connection cards.